This is Creating Consciousness, a podcast reflecting back to you the energies of your subconscious through tarot, channeling, and spiritual guidance. I'm Rebecca Weirman, intuitive, spiritual coach, and energy worker. You found this podcast because it's the next step in your healing journey. Together, we will explore the depths of your subconscious to awaken and welcome this consciousness. Hello, Conscious Creators. Welcome back to Creating Consciousness. It's me, your host, Rebecca Weirman, and I am so grateful that you are here showing up for your highest self. Oh, my highest self was having to really come through just about five minutes ago because I was having so many freaking technical (laughs) technical difficulties in recording the intro for this episode today. My microphone wasn't working in one platform, so now I had to open up my old platform to record the intro, but we work through it. We get through it, but I'm not going to lie. I did have my moments of like, why the fuck is this happening to me? But it's not. It was happening for me. We just had to get creative, think of new solutions. Anyway, welcome back to the podcast. We are back today with a long overdue guest episode. But before we get into who our amazing guest is today and what the subject matter of this podcast is, of course, I have housekeeping notes for you. The first one, there is a scammer on Instagram pretending to be me and scamming people out of their money. Please know that I would never ever solicit you via Instagram DM. In fact, I would never solicit you, period. The only way you are able to book a session with me is number one, through my website, or number two, through being on my email list. So please use your discernment when someone who looks spiritual slides into your Instagram DMs and is offering you a reading and saying, grand rising, loved one, beautiful, dear, grand rising, gorgeous soul, would you like a reading, please? It's not me. Don't send them your money. It is someone who is trying to scam people, take their money, and hurt people. And that is not what I stand for. So please, please, please use your discernment. Just if you see any of these accounts, whether it's for me or another practitioner out there, please report it. My DMs have been flooded lately with all of these scam reports. And I just am right now at the point I don't even want to go on social media and interact with people because of how these scammers are... (laughs) coming about. So please go ahead, report that scammer account. It does make me fearful to go ahead and release my year ahead readings and promote them on Instagram with scam accounts being out there. I just don't want there to be confusion. And I don't want the scammer to have another tool to go ahead and use to lure people in. It's just predatory and I do not like it. So please use your discernment, report any scammers, And if you are interested in getting one of the 20 year-ahead tarot reading spots that I have available this year, you're going to have to head to the show notes, click that link that's down there, and be added to the wait list. You will be the first to be notified as soon as these year-ahead tarot readings go live. These are readings that look into 
2022 and give you a monthly playbook along with other resources like meditation, shadow work journal prompts, and other tools you may need to help navigate the year when you face uncertainties and uncertain times. You'll also get added to my membership community when you book a year ahead tarot reading as well. Last but certainly not least, if you leave a five-star rating and review for this podcast and send me a screenshot of that five-star rating and review, you will be entered to win the replay of Tarot for the Shadow, my four-part online virtual course. We just finished up the live cohort about two weeks ago now, and I'm already missing it, but the class and course is full of so much information. So if you're interested in checking that out for free, go ahead, leave a five-star rating and review for this podcast wherever you listen. Send it to me on Instagram at thisconsciousness or send me a screenshot to my email, rebecca at thisconsciousness.com. I prefer email, guys, just saying. And you will be entered to win. This giveaway ends December 31st, so be sure to go ahead and enter ASAP. I will be reaching out to the winner directly on January 1st. Now, let me share a little story about my experience with the subject matter of today's podcast. Some of you may already know that I used to work in the cannabis industry, uh, and I was fired from that job. And really what happened upon leaving that position, it created a lot of resentment for me. I really can't dive too much into it because legally I'm not allowed to, but using your voice to stand up for something is so incredibly powerful. But when that gets taken away from you or you lose something that provided you with security and safety, aka your paycheck that gives you a home to be able to pay for your rent or your mortgage, you lose your car, you lose so much because you speak up for something that is so morally right, you never want to speak up for anything again. And this is something that I experienced. So not only is this episode exciting for me because I get to talk to someone that I admire in the cannabis space, it also helped me reshift and realign my focus with brands that I can support a hundred percent. I have become so picky about the type of cannabis I choose to consume, about the brands that I support. I really want to know the ins and outs of these companies specifically because cannabis, the cannabis industry is founded on the legwork of black men who are sitting in prison right now for having a little bit of shake on their pants or Uh, having a grinder or a rolling paper in their car. These people were profiled and put in prison for plants that grow naturally. When I speak about cannabis, I make sure to acknowledge the shadow that exists within the corporate cannabis world. Because as I always say, we cannot have light without the shadow. We cannot enjoy the benefits and healing properties of cannabis without acknowledging the people who laid the foundation for the culture, the community that we are in now. And with all of this being said, I am so incredibly excited to introduce 
Kate Manson of Taro CBD, a CBD company owned by a woman that I fully support and stand by. Her cannabis products are amazing, but Kate also puts the community first. I'm also really excited to announce that Taro CBD is officially the first ever sponsor of Creating Consciousness, and I am so excited to share with you a brand that I fully love and support to a T. T for Taro, baby. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hi, Kate. Welcome to Creating Consciousness. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for being here. I'm just so grateful. I'm a big fan of yours and your products. And well, I'm trying to think, how did we meet? Was it just through Instagram and the cannabis community? Probably. Like I have no self-control of just like going into people's DMs on Instagram and being like, we should be friends. I'm the same. Um, Well, when you work from home by yourself, like you have to get creative in how you meet people. So I'm sure that was probably it or like through a mutual friend. Who knows? The cannabis industry is so small. So small. So small. To kick us right off, I always like to ask every guest when they come on the show to share a little bit about their spiritual identity, because of course we profile people based on their astrological signs and their human design, Mm -hmm. but it is a great way to get like a benchmark reading on someone and who they are. So are you able to share your spiritual identity with us? Yes. I would say that my spiritual identity is so far in an empathic view um, that I, I can't even identify as anything else. And when I say that, I mean, like I can walk into a room and and meet a stranger and completely understand their energy within five minutes. It's like a blessing and a curse. Um, And so with that, you know, my spiritual energy is also partly introverted because people's energy affects me so much. Yeah. Do you find that working from home makes it easier to create a boundary in that? It definitely does because I can pick and choose and I can also respect when my body wants to be around people's energy and when it does not. However, I think the last, you know, year and a half of COVID and being forced to stay home has actually done a little disservice. And now when I'm out in public, like I'm almost more anxious because it's been so long, (laughs) but I'm slowly, slowly getting better at that. Yeah. I relate to you on that so much. I was such an extrovert. Then COVID, I became the biggest introvert. Now I'm like scared to go places. It's a whole new shadow. Exactly. It's like, okay, how do I talk to people? What do we talk about? Like, oh my gosh, (laughs) this is overwhelming. I feel like we're all at the same level with that, that we're just so open and vulnerable of like, I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. (laughs) So we're all just meeting each other where we're at right now. Like I'm definitely talking too much. I need to stop. It's like first date nerves all over again with every friend you are trying to reconnect with right now. Exactly. You are really a cannabis icon when I look at you and like everything you've created. What is your journey with cannabis been? Oh my gosh, lifelong. Um, My parents growing up on the West Coast is very different than I think growing up in most places in the country. So they were very open about it. They smoked cannabis. I remember the first time I saw my mom smoking pot was like literally coexisting when I was finishing D.A.R.E. 
And I was so concerned that my mom was a drug addict and was just like, oh my gosh, I have to tell somebody I can't believe this is a thing. And then like four years later, like I was smoking almost every single day and peddling like little dime bags to friends. And this was like in high school. Um, So, you know, it's been a constant, I would say, I actually being really transparent had a bad experience with cannabis in high school towards the end um, and didn't touch it for almost 10 years. Although during those 10 years, I grew it and sold it and worked in a medical grow in Washington state. Um, I didn't smoke it because I had had such bad anxiety and was scared of it. And so when I started my career at my previous company, which was WikiLeaf, I was going to all these parties and people were always like handing me pot and I was like, I can't do this. And so I really decided to do it. And I think this is a good you know, story for everybody to hear that's had a bad experience with cannabis. It's like I started to do it at home and figure out like what my best method was and, and what certain strains did. And I was really particular about writing things down now that my tolerance is where it is. And I found that I love my bong, which is made by Sessions. I'm just going to plug them because they're woman owned and like the best bong ever. Um, I really feel like I can meter my dose and I really feel like it's the best for my lungs and my body. And so here I am, you know, coming from this point of being so anxious about smoking that now I smoke every day, but I'm still hesitant about smoking in public with people if I don't know them or the energy is weird because that can just send me in a spiral and send me home real quick. (laughs) You have a really beautiful awareness though about what you need. And I think so many people having been in the industry as well And I was that person. Like if you handed me a joint, I would suck on that thing. It's so great to have that awareness and know your limits and know what serves you best. Well, and I wanted to be that person. Like I think it was 2018, my New Year's resolution was that I was going to smoke a whole joint to myself by the end of the year. And girl, I tried so hard. Like I would go home every night and be like, I am smoking this joint. And I would take like four hits and then find myself like hobbling to the grocery store to like buy ice cream and like running into people on the way, just like looking like a troll. And I was like too stoned to talk to him. And I was like, okay, but I tried and I tried and I kept trying and I was like, well, I'm forcing it. And this just doesn't work. And so I think I finally gave up in like April, my tolerance didn't go up and uh, that was a failed experiment, but it was fun. I was just getting too stoned at night to even cook myself dinner. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to keep all been there. Yeah. With your tolerance being smaller, mm-hmm. did that lead you into creating more wellness-based products with your brands? Well, actually, my Golden Hour brand, which is our cannabis brand here in Oklahoma, is full potency. So our edibles are 10 milligrams a piece. Um, They're cannabis-infused mints. And then our blunts are actually infused with hash oil and keef and full flower. Um, But I love smoking blunts. I always have. And I've always felt like infused blunts somehow because of the really high levels of THC in them mellow me out um, because I do struggle with ADHD. However, again, going back to like socially smoking, like if I'm in public, I'll only take like one or two hits of my own product. But it did definitely helped me when building tarot, which is our, my CBD company, like figuring out all of the terpene profiles and all of the herbs and trying to really create things that were balanced that were going to help people with modern day stresses. Beautiful. Tell me more about tarot. Yes. So tarot was my first product-based business. Um, I went into it in 2019, right before the pandemic. I really had no clue what I was doing. I still don't really know what I'm doing. 
Um, I'm just kind of making it up and trying and, and, you know, fixing things as I go. But my whole thought around tarot was number one, I wanted to be my own boss because I had been doing so much consulting before that I was still making a lot of choices, but they weren't necessarily for my brand. And I would watch people take my advice and do the opposite. And it became really frustrating. So a big part of me starting tarot was just wanting to be in control of my own destiny. But the other piece was that um, I was diagnosed with adult ADHD about the age of 28 and was put on Adderall. And then I wasn't sleeping. So then I was put on Xanax and then, you know, you're on this cocktail of uppers and downers. And I was just having this epiphany that we don't really know the effects of Adderall long-term. Like there has not been enough studies to understand if it like affects your brains in ways of dementia or Alzheimer's and both of those things run in my family. So I started playing with herbs, with cannabis, with CBD in different mediums. I tried smokables. I tried tinctures to really um, figure out how I could remove Western medicine from my personal diet and use only plant-based products. And so that's where tarot really came from. But when, you know, when I was formulating it, I took it a step further. And there's a lot of different formats that you can buy herbs in. And I am, you know, obviously have a background in cannabis. So I really wanted to find a way to take the terpene profile, which is responsible for the effects and smells of plants, to have like a really standout, um, you know, part of the product. And so what I did is I sourced CO2 extracted herbs from all over the globe so that you could have the terpenes from the CBD that's full spectrum, with like, you know, less than 0.03% THC, but then you're also getting all of the terpenes that are found in the nature of the plant. So that's, you know, how tarot began. And here we are. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit more about the synergistic effect of these terpenes and the cannabinoids working together? I know I know about it, but I know a lot of the listeners probably don't understand the entourage effect. Yeah. So how I like to explain the entourage effect is basically like sitting in traffic. So when you're sitting in traffic and you have all of these cars and they're working against you and everybody's trying to get in or get out in traffic and nobody's letting people over. Well, it, it, when you add like say a light at the end of an exit and then the light meters cars and those cars then begin to run more smoothly, like that is kind of how I see the entourage effect happening. So you've got your central mm -hmm. nervous system, you've got your body and you've got all of these signals that with modern day life are just going crazy. And so when you're adding... Uh, cannabinoids and different terpenes to it, those are starting to work with your internal body systems, getting them to speak to each other, to run smoother. And what people realize when they take CBD in low doses of THC or even high doses of THC is that they sleep better, they have less stress, they have less pain. And it's because you're building up your internal endocannabinoid system and everything's starting to talk to each other and it's working and it's going, hey, we're not stuck in traffic anymore. Like we're going down the freeway at 60 and this is great. Like we're getting to where we need to go. Um, obviously when you add things into your diet and I am not a saint, I eat ice cream and sugar and I drink wine and that's just who I am. But you know, when you, when you add those things in, you know, it's going to, you know, unbalance your balance. So it's always just, you know, doing things in moderation and making sure that you're using, you know, the correct products when you are buying CBD to look for full spectrum products, to look for products that are tested, that are using as much organic material as possible. 
Absolutely. There's so much out there that's just, for lack of a better word, and to show my stoner side for a little bit, there's so much boof CBD out there in the market. <laughs> I know. Like when I see gas station CBD, I'm like, what are you thinking? Well, it's funny that you say that because even some of the largest CBD brands that are touted as some of the best, when you really dig into their COAs, which is uh, their certificate um, that shows basically the test results, a lot of them are not accurate as to what they're portraying. So I would say like the biggest thing that you can do, and I mean, these are some of these brands that are charging like 100 to $200 a bottle. Like what I can say is that you need to look at that COA and you need to, if you don't understand it, Google you know, how do I read a COA? Because a lot of it is bullshit and people are getting away with it because it's not federally regulated. Yeah. I think both of us have been in the industry long enough to, to see that, to have experienced it with brands Mm -hmm. and realize this is, there's a lot of things that need to be corrected, but it also helps me want to support smaller businesses that are doing things correctly and doing things above board so much more than some of these larger corporations that are just trying to grab your money. Absolutely. And I actually make everything for tarot from scratch by myself. (laughs) Um, So we have a commercial kitchen here um, in Oklahoma. And so I actually make everything still by hand. Um, About once a month, I just go in and make huge batches and sit and bottle and everything. Number one, I wanted to obviously give like the cost, uh, to the people that are purchasing, but two is just to oversee the consistency. Like when I started this business, I was calling all these white label people and they're like, oh, well, why would you use this herb when you can get this for cheaper? And it just kind of became this tumultuous conversation where I was like, I'm just going to do this myself because nobody understands or wants to do it the way that I do it. That's really incredible. That really helps you infuse even your own magic into the product. A lot of that's missing, especially in corporate cannabis too, you know, not to say like names of other brands, but the owner and the the founder, the inventor isn't making that product. They have someone in a warehouse making it and you are infusing your own healing energy into the product mm-hmm. as well, which I'm sure you don't market, but it's a lovely added bonus. Well, I'm like, I wish it was always healing energy I'm putting into it. I'm like, sometimes I'm like stressed and I'm like, this is the last thing that I want to do. But then I sit down and start doing it and I really enjoy the work. What really fascinates me about your products though, uh, well, actually there's so many, there's so many things. The first one I just want to hit on is that you donate a percentage of your proceeds every year to Girls Inc. We were donating three, now I'm donating five, and then I also donate to the Floret um, Coalition, which is Broccoli Magazine's coalition. So every month we give money to that as well. Um, I think giving back is super important. Um, and if I can continue to do it, I will. Mm, that's so wonderful. And I think that also really shows that you care, <laughs> you know, there's, there's certain brands that I won't support or certain cannabis companies that I won't purchase their products because I know they don't care. And so to see that care and to actually see that there's action and cause behind that makes me even more of a supporter. But the big thing I wanted to hit on is that your brand is tarot inspired. It is, yes. What inspired you to follow through with the idea of the tarot and cannabis? Well, I was actually very nervous about bringing in tarot as a brand because it is such a exclusive community that I wanted to make sure that I was very respectful. But I also use tarot cards daily to 
you know, align myself and my goals and make sure that I'm on track and understanding my energy. Um, as I was formulating tarot, I was uh, the brand. I was using tarot a lot because I was going through a, a, a breakup with my work. So basically, I, I was leaving my work and starting this new kind of venture to be my own boss and and all of these factors. And so I was using tarot more frequently, and I just found the synergy between plants and you know mysticism and tarot as just like a no brainer. And so. Tara was born, and uh, I'm lucky to say that my partner, my boyfriend, uh, is a designer and helped with the packaging, Um, he and one of his best friends, and it just kind of, I didn't even give them, like, an idea I was just like, here's, you know, the name. And then they brought me Tarot, the packaging. And I was like, well, this is better than I could have expected. It's stunning. Thank you. It it really is. It's so beautiful. But as someone who's also a Tarot reader, seeing the products, feeling the energy of the products, and knowing that there's something out there that you know, if if it could speak, it gets me and I get it mm-hmm. and it really helps me feel more aligned in what I do. Specifically because CBD is so helpful in calming and quieting the mind. So taking a dose of uh tincture before a session can really help me step out of my ego conscious mind and into my subconscious state so I can channel more clear. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that too because THC, when I'm working with that, I'm working with more so the spirit of cannabis. But with CBD, I feel as if it's like nature's Xanax mm-hmm. in a way. <laughs> exactly. And I'm 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 still open and clear. I'm not working really with the medicine. The medicine's working with me. Exactly. Yes. I love that. So what are the benefits of CBD aside from quieting the mind? I mean, there's so many benefits for so many different users. Um, I don't want to say CBD is like a one catch-all. Like you do have to use it every day and you have to be consistent. And obviously it helps if you're living a healthier lifestyle. But, you know, some of the the perceived benefits from CBD are better sleep, less anxiety, more focus, um, just an overall feeling of wellness and relaxation. Um, you know, one of the things that it's really helped me with is just dealing with my anxiety. So I have, you know, set times of the day that I take it when I know, like, I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's almost 530. I haven't even started dinner, like blah, 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 all this stuff needs to get done. And that's like a CBD trigger moment where I'm like, I need to calm down and it doesn't matter if dinner is not made or if I don't finish this email right now. Um, a lot of our users, you know, just don't like the word user I don't like the word customer like partners like I don't even know like there's so much more because I do all of the customer service and I talk to people so frequently so like these relationships that I've built you know everybody has you know glowing feedback about you know pain relief and less stress and less anxiety and you know better sleep and um, it's been really gratifying you know I still cry sometimes when I'm reading reviews from people because I'm like this is great I'm changing people's lives like this is fantastic how do you feel that tarot CBD or just CBD in general helps you open up to your everyday magic? I mean, we really focus on like the mundane ma- magic on this podcast. So how can CBD enhance that? I think anything that you're doing for yourself in a wellness regard or even in a self-care or 
just to even, it doesn't even have to be wellness or self-care, just something that you're doing for yourself consistently, you know, taps into your magic. And so CBD, I think, does that for people because it's a treat for yourself. It's you giving back to you. It's treating your body correctly. It's, it's giving you something. It's nourishing your soul in the cheesiest way possible. (laughs) It's so true though. And I mean, even creating a ritual around taking your CBD, that's magical. It's mundane, but it's magical in itself too. And it can create just a little bit of extra sparkle throughout the day. You have a sleepy um, CBD. Tell me about that one. So the sleep is formulated with valerian root, which is a very Mm. ancient herb. Um, Unlike melatonin, it doesn't seem to have as many side effects. I've, you know, read a lot of people that take melatonin and have weird dreams or they, you know, fall asleep, but they don't stay asleep. Valerian root doesn't really have any of those side effects. What it does is it just helps you, they call it nature Xanax, helps you calm down and slow down. Um, you fall asleep faster, you stay asleep longer. Um, there's also organic peppermint extract in there, which is really great for settling your stomach and for finding calm. And then obviously the full spectrum CBD. We also use only organic coconut oil made out of coconut. Um, there's a lot of people that make it with like palm oil, which isn't environmentally friendly. So we also have a product called Balance, which is turmeric, blood orange, and CBD. So it's really great for anti-inflammatory pain. Um, I love to use it like post-workout. Um, it's probably our best seller out of all of the tinctures. I think it's the most well-rounded, also the most familiar. So people really grasp the concept of turmeric. Um, we, in addition to that, have an elderberry rose. If you're not familiar with elderberry, it's a really amazing um, little berry that grows on a shrub tree, and it has been said to help reduce the symptoms of common colds and flus, and then also just cuts cold and flu times in half. And then that's infused with rose oil, which um, people always think of rose as a scent and a flavor, but it actually has a ton of anti-anxiety properties. So I love to take that tincture. I usually take it in the afternoon, and then anytime I'm either traveling or feeling like I'm, you know, could be exposed to a colder flu, which like, hello, we all are currently, um, especially going into the winter, I've increased my dose of that. And then um, as far as the blends go, we also have a Dominiana lemon CBD. Dominiana is a uh, plant that is typically found in Mexico and South, uh, South America. It is the world's like oldest aphrodisiac. So what it does is it kind of restricts the blood flow from your intestines and sends that blood to your genitals. And it's supposed to uh, make orgasms more extreme, more frequent, and then just all together, you know, mixed with the CBD and then the lemon extract for the flavor. Um, And the mood boosting properties of the limonene and the lemon just really helps to kind of create a more relaxed and intense uh, sexual experience. Mm. What more can we ask for? Exactly. And then we also do just have traditional um, CBD and MCT oil for people that are just looking for CBD and don't want any of the additional herbs. And what I would say is that before you take any herbs or CBD, obviously check with your doctor. Um, But those are also very popular. I would say like our thousand milligram just CBD and MCT oils are second best seller. 
People are using that mostly for sleep and anxiety and then just pain relief. And then, of course, my favorite, you have the bath salts. We do have bath salts, um, which I make by hand. Those are eucalyptus, which is the melt. Um, That one is really targeted towards pain and just a full body relaxation, so more of a spa experience. And then we also have um, the Evoke one, which is bergamot, and it is... uh, I would say like more uplifting, more zesty, a little bit more floral. Um, and it's just, I love like, cause so here's a really weird fact about me. is like, I do not stand up in the shower. Like I sit down always. Wait, like, what? <laughs> yes. So I worked as a barista all through high school and college and I have to get up at like 3.30 in the morning. And like, I don't know if you've ever tried to shower at 3.30 in the morning, but like your body just does not work. Um, but it's the only way I could wake up. So like I started this habit of sitting down in the shower and it has not stopped. I mean, I'm 35 now, so I'm like 20 years into this habit. And so (laughs) when I'm showering in the morning, sitting down, um, I usually like, uh, you know, close the bath drain and like put a little bit of the evoke in there to just like broaden and like waken my senses in the morning. But yeah, there's one of my dirty little secrets. (laughs) I like try now to like force myself to stand up. I'm like, come on, girl, you can do it. And I'm just like slowly like sliding down the wall. I'm like, nope, not for me. Your Taurus is showing. <laughs> you you yeah. might not get a lot of sleep, but you sit in the shower. Yes, I'm very indulgent. <laughs> it, we're ruled by Venus. What what can we say? Mm-hmm. All your products are absolutely amazing. Does Tarot have anything coming up this holiday season that listeners should be made aware of? Yes. So this holiday season, I'm launching something totally new. Um, I am launching a magic shop called Subconscious Gifting. So the idea behind this was I've really wanted to bring merch on to the tarot site, but I really want to be mindful of my environmental footprint, how much stuff I'm ordering, how much back stock I'm sitting on. Am I going to have to discount it? And so while I was going through like, what kind of merch should I bring on? I was like, well, why don't I just support other women in business and create curated shops? And so our first shop subconscious gifts, gifting launches December 1st. And it's a bunch of curated gifts that are all in a spiritual realm, um, that are from women makers. We're going to have them on our site for three months and be promoting them via email and social. Um, and really just trying to help women also target a new audience. So, Um, yes, that is coming in December. It's sneaking up on me. There's tons of work to go with it, but I'm super excited about, you know, the gifts that are, are locked in and really ready to, to just create something really cool and something that is, um, you know, helping other people and also minimizing my, my environmental footprint. I think that's incredible. Another way you're just supporting other female makers. That's truly wonderful. And I like how you're still so eco-conscious and friendly with it all. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, I look at a lot of brands and I, and I have for the past year and a half started to like, instead of having these social media, oh my gosh, look at what they're doing. I need to be doing that. Um, and I look at packaging and I go, okay, well your, your product comes in this amazing box with all of these inserts and all of these things. But once somebody opens that, they just throw it away. And I'm guilty of that. Like, and so, you know, I've thought, you know, time and time again, like, oh, I need to increase my packaging and, and what I ship things in. But I'm also like, we're just creating more waste. 
so we do, we do keep everything pretty eco-friendly we keep costs down. Um, and it's been a struggle. It's been a struggle watching, you know, beautiful things come out on Instagram where somebody's, you know, sending a box and a box and a box with a product in it and not getting a little bit of envy, but also being like, well, we're not making as much trash. So, <laughs> Kate, switching gears a little bit, what has been the biggest lesson you've learned throughout your journey in cannabis? Oh, gosh. I mean, I have like three no is negotiable is something I tell everybody that goes into cannabis. And that's like from a business sense. So like, don't let anybody tell you no, they just don't know what to say. Um, and then as far as like the cannabis industry goes, like when I meet somebody that is new going into it, I just let them know, like, you need to be kind to everyone because this industry is so small and word gets out. So like be kind to treat people like you want to be treated. And then as far as like cannabis goes, like don't feel shame if you're not partaking in a cannabis circle or if you turn down somebody's weird edible that they pull out of their pocket or which has happened to me on multiple occasions or, you know, like a soggy joint that's been in, you know, 15 people's mouths. Like it's okay to say no. And if people shame you for that, like that's on them. That is not your fault. Thank you for for sharing that because that's so important. I have been in that position before where I'm like, who just slobbered all over this? And like, no. But more importantly, being able to say no to and not feeling peer pressured, it's hard. It's tough. It's almost as if we're back in high school again trying to say no to that for loco. (laughs) I went to a party once and this girl who is a really big influencer was like, well, you don't even smoke. And I was like, well, I do. I just am not comfortable doing it here. And like, I don't need you to treat me like that. Like, don't make me feel guilty about knowing my boundaries. Like, sorry. (laughs) We love a powerful woman like Kate. Yes. That's, that's really, really incredible. Good for you for sticking up for yourself. I have no problem doing that. Maybe sometimes I'm a little bit too vocal, but that's okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. We have to be vocal. We have to share our truth. And that's the only way people are going to know. What has been your biggest spiritual lesson? Oh, gosh. Um, I, well, I took ayahuasca the summer of 2018 and had a full on life changing experience. Um, Mm. and so that was like one foot into spiritual, like just understanding my history and how I compartmentalize things. But after you do ayahuasca, you're supposed to basically do something called night school, which is where you take like low doses of psychedelics for a few months to really just reintegrate and to still, you know, touch, uh, where you were on your ayahuasca journey. Well, I once took that a little bit too far because I love the taste of dried mushrooms. Um, me too. Okay. Yes. Like most people hate them, but, and I love them. And so I went to this Halloween party and I was snacking on a bag of psychedelic mushrooms and like, lo and behold, the bag was empty. And I was like, holy shit, I just ate seven grams of mushrooms. Like I got to go home. Um, so I made it home safely. I try, I remember trying to like take my dogs for a walk and being like, no, I can't be responsible for this right now. And I I went home and I had this hammock on my back porch and it happened to be the 4th of July. And so I laid in this hammock, had a full out of body experience where I actually turned into a cactus in the desert, which I know everybody laughs when I say that it sounds so strange, but 
I sat there as this cactus and I watched the sunrise like a hundred thousand times. And what it really taught me about me is like everything I do, and this, this is just personal, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I do throughout the day or in, in my lifetime, as long as I'm a good person, because we're here for what, 80 years out of a billion. Like let's make them the most in like best enjoyment, like delightful experience because in a blink of an eye, we're gone and the world is moving on and it's going to continue. And so for me, that was like, I even am getting a cactus tattooed onto my body next month because it was such an eye-opening experience where I was just like, I'm letting all of this go, like work stress, the need to shop and have new things. I was like, none of this matters. I just want to go on experiences and spend time with people I love and work in environments that I'm you know, happy in. Um, and so that was like, that was it. That was the moment that everything just clicked for me. Thank you. Thank you for being open about that. And something I just want to point out to the listeners is that a lot of the times when we are dealing with spiritual experiences, they're speaking to us in metaphor. And the metaphor and the imagery that we experience can be so beautiful, so life-changing. And I love that you're memorializing that moment by making a part of your body and adding that art to art to your to your canvas. It's so beautiful. And metaphor, symbolism, imagery, it all speaks so loudly, whether it's a psychedelic experience, whether you're using cannabis. I mean, smoking a joint or consuming cannabis in some way and then looking at colors and art, it's it's elevating. It's amplifying. It's It definitely <laughs> unlocks pieces of your brain that you didn't realize you had a wall built around. Even in low doses, cannabis does that for me where I'll have, you know, writing, like, I can't write anything. I'm like, I can't even figure out to p- what to put in this email right now. And, you know, I'll go and I'll take like a, a mini bong hit. And I'm like, okay, I can sit down at my computer and get all of these words out and everything is flowing. But it definitely helps you, you know, achieve a level of subconsciousness that you couldn't before. A thousand percent. One of my favorite ways to work with tarot products like tinctures or bath salts is doing some sort of shadow work. Even using THC products, I wish I was in Oklahoma to try Golden Hour Delights, but using the products to do some form of shadow work, not only does it help me clear my my brain because I'm using the CBD, but I feel as if I'm so much more tuned into myself, my knowing. And so it helps me unlock just like you were saying, those different parts of my brain tap into and tune into different areas and creates a new perspective, perspective shifting. And I mean, it is life-changing. Yes, absolutely. I do have some totally random questions for you that I like to do with every guest in a little speed round. Are you ready? I'm ready. Tarot cards or oracle cards? Tarot cards. Astrology or human design? I love them both. I love the personal nature of human design. Now, out of your products, bath salts or tincture? Oh, gosh. Um, I use the tinctures more frequently, so I have to say tinctures. Yoga or meditation? Oh, I'm terrible at both. (laughs) If I'm going to do yoga, I'm doing like a sculpt class where I'm like basically dying the whole time, and that's my form of meditation is I have to work so hard to turn my brain off. And just take some CBD. Exactly, exactly. And especially when working out too, using cannabis or CBD products really helps you just loosen up some muscle groups as well. Yes. And then last one, 
matcha or mushroom coffee? Mushroom coffee. Because I have so much anxiety and ADHD, I like four, maybe four years ago, it was just like, I don't really need to put more into my body and just quit. Um, I still drink decaf every day because I love coffee and I love the flavor and the ritual around it, but I am caffeine free, which is really hard. It's really, really hard because a lot of places don't serve like caffeine free products. So I like am tempted on the daily. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure it's probably a little harder to find a mushroom latte around Oklahoma. It is. It's hard to find just decaf espresso in Oklahoma. So a mushroom latte is definitely like a far reach. (laughs) You're like, I'm ready to go back to Washington for a moment. Yeah. Yes, I do. I want to go back. I get all the coffee from all the places. (laughs) How can you not? It's Mm -hmm. just divine. It is. Very last question for you, Kate. How do you create consciousness every day? By listening to my body and doing what is right for me. Um, I find that I have the privilege right now to wake up every day and kind of create my own map. Um, And so if a Tuesday and I'm about to start my period and I'm irritable and I'm not feeling like working, like I'm not going to work, but I'm going to work on Saturday or I'm going to work later that day. And so for me, you know, that is how I kind of create my subconsciousness and really and hone in and, and respect myself is by listening to what my body needs. How can listeners get in touch with you or in contact with you? And do you have a discount code that they may be able to uh, use to access products in your site? Absolutely. So you can find us at tarotcbd.com or on Instagram at tarotcbd. Um, We are running a promotion right now for your listeners. So you can get 20% off site-wide with the code MAGICSHOP at checkout, and that's off of all products. Um, If you're in Oklahoma and you want to find our cannabis products, you can go to goldenhourdelights.com. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Kate. It has been so amazing having you on the podcast to hear your story your inspiration behind your brands, and just to learn more about CBD and cannabis in general. Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I can't wait till the episode comes out. Yeah, me too. (laughs) And thank you for the discount code as well. Of course. I know listeners will be very happy about that. And that's today's episode, Conscious Creators. I really hope you enjoyed it, learned something new. This was very different for the podcast, but I absolutely love the direction we are heading. I am just so, so grateful for all of you. And Kate, thank you. I'm grateful for you as well. And I cannot wait to go swoop up some goodies from the magic shop and do some subconscious gifting. Don't forget, you get 20% off in the online shop when you use code MAGICSHOP at checkout. You will find the link to Tarot CBD and the Subconscious Gifting Magic Shop down in the show notes as well. As we move into the next week, Conscious Creators, remember this. You are loved. You are supported. You are divinely guided. And you are creating consciousness. I'll be back next week with a new episode for you, and I cannot freaking wait. Until then, conscious creators. Uh-huh.